Morning, folks. Man, we have a lot to talk about today. <laughs> you know, I, I, I teased a little bit about something that was going to be done on today's show. Um, it's not all funny. <laughs> it's not a really uplifting story. Uh, but I figure I got to, first of all, I got to get it off my chest because it's, it's, I, I feel it's horrendous. Um, you know, to me, I'm curious to know what you'll think. I don't know. <clears throat> we'll get, we'll get into that in a minute, but first I, I do want to talk about something that was brought up on, you know, a show last week, the Jaws extravaganza, if you will, with, uh, the lovely Pete Shirey and myself, we talked about a game called Maneater. All right, Maneater. It's about a shark that terrorizes a big coastal piece of land, right? Okay. And it's sort of an RPG. It's sort of an action game. Uh, my my thoughts on it prior to... Uh, I have played it, by the way. Uh, it was actually gifted to me by the lovely Pete Shirey, which was, which was very kind and, and totally unexpected and, and, and quite frankly, unnecessary. However, uh, it was a lovely token of, uh, friendship and a nice gesture on his part. And I, it's deeply appreciated. Um, okay. So, okay. Computer with the noises. Jeez. Tell us what you think about your graphics card. Well, I'll tell you what I think right now. You just interrupted me, you fuck. So man eater, I was under the impression having watched some videos, some read some stuff about it, uh, over, over the last few months. Um, I looked at it and I thought it was going to be, and I said it outright on the show. So you can go listen to it. I would appreciate it if you go listen to it. Um, cause the show was great. I said it was probably going to be pretty average. Uh, I, I think if, if I remember correctly, I said it was probably going to be on a scale of one to 10, um, which is how most games are reviewed that I look at, uh, 10 being the best one being the worst. I said, it's probably going to fall into like the six, six and a half range, which not great. I mean, it's a D to a D minus. Not great. Um, but I said, I hope I'm, I'm, I was totally wrong. And, uh, I just want to give an update on that because it's been a week. And like I said, I've had a chance to play it. Matter of fact, I played it all the way through to the extent where I have played a hundred percent completion of this game. Okay. I spent my time over the holiday weekend, uh, thoroughly enjoying this, this game. Man, was it better than I thought it was going to be. And I am so gratefully wrong that I was, uh, I, I said, I hope I'm wrong. And yes, I am. I have been proven wrong. Um, fantastic game. And it's not a 10 out of 10. It's, I, I give it a solid after when I started playing it, I got about halfway through. I gave it, ah, it's, it's like a seven out of 10. I think it's a definite, it's, it's good. It's good. It's fun, you know, and that's important. It's kind of repetitive, but it didn't feel bad. It was it was fun. I had a good time playing it, man. And it wasn't like, you know, chomping the people on the beach. It wasn't that. I, and I was talking to my other friend, Bob. Sorry, old pal Bob, um, as he's commonly known around these parts. Because he's an old pal. Not because he's old, but we go back a ways, so I call him old pal Bob. All right? Bob knows who he is. So... He, we were texting each other uh, on, I think it was Thursday evening, and he saw me playing this game, and he's like, you know, uh, 
why did you get this? And I said, because it's glorious. It's a glorious game. It's a lot of fun. Long story short, 10 minutes later, it's downloaded on his machine. He's, he's on board. He saw, he didn't take my word for it. <laughs> he saw some other guy playing online. He said, ah, oh, it looks fun. No, he did take my word for it. Um, anyway, he hundred percent of the game. Uh, it's great. Go check it out. I, it was, it was awesome. It was so much fun. And the, the thing that did it for me again, not the combat, the, the, the shark eating the people. No, no, no. It was just every second you're doing something, you're progressing and you're, you're, it, it scratched the itch of level progression for me. I like games with level progression and constantly striving to, to reach uh, another goal. Okay. And that's exactly what this did. And it was awesome. Maneater, it's out. Check it out. I don't know why. I, I, this isn't a video game show, but it's, well, it kind of is, I guess. And some, sometimes just the Tony Galati and me Final Fantasy rabbit hole discussion. Go check it out. It was a ton of fun. Way more fun than you might even think it is. Trust me. It was awesome. Um, Pete, get your act together and finish a game, will you? Stop making shark hamburgers like you did on Memorial Day. All right. That's not the story. <laughs> that's not the story. You know what I'm doing after the show today, folks? After I'm done with this recording, I got to go to an auto body shop and get an estimate on something. You know why? You know why? Because my car, my, my car, my wife's car, who was parked in front of our house, got hit the other day. Got hit. So I got to go get that fixed. And you know what? It's fine. It, it, our neighbor hit our car, backed right into it, smashed the, the, the door in. And we have a tank of a vehicle out there. It's, it ain't, it's not a little Honda Civic. It's a tank. It's a Volvo SUV, man. And we bought it based on the fact that we knew it was a tank because we got the kids and we got to make it safe. So we bought that car specifically and the door bashed in. So... Oh, crazy. That's not a, that's not a slight on Volvo. Trust me. It's like, uh, how, how'd you hit that thing going backing up and do such damage? Anyhow, I got to go get that taken care. Well, I got to go get an estimate. Then I got to give the estimate to the neighbor and they have to determine what they're going to do. Blah, 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 blah. But look, look, nothing against them. It's just something I got to do today. No big deal. That's not the story. That is not the story. However, it was in interesting how that went down. <laughs> mind you. But that's not the story. <sighs> you know, I live in San Diego and I've lived here for a long time. And there is a glorious memorial to veterans, 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 however you want to pronounce it. There's a glorious memorial that's, that's here in town and it's up on a mountaintop, you know, so to speak, it's, it's, it's accessible and it's a big, uh, really beautifully crafted granite memorial where you can walk up and you can see portraits of, of veterans, veterans, and, you know, see their story, so to speak. It's the second time I've said that word or that phrase in the last minute. I got to stop doing that. In any case. There's a beautiful uh, memorial, and it's dedicated to all the people who have served our country. And over the weekend, 
There was a video that surfaced on the news, the local news. Maybe it made national news. I hope it did. I really hope it did. Uh, it, but it was definitely local. Of some punk ass motherfucker is the best, the nicest thing I could say about this person. Looked like, judging by the video, <laughs> looked like he was maybe early 20s, let's say. Clearly old enough to know how to make a good decision. Also, old enough to know how to make a bad decision. Well, you know, the video had this punk-ass motherfucker riding his skateboard over the top of this, a portion of this granite memorial. Uh, effectively ruining the, the granite surface of the memorial. Okay? Right? Um, because he needed a fucking surface to do an ollie off of. All right. He did it on the faces of the, of the veterans, veterans who have served this country and, and given this punk ass motherfucker, his freedom to go skateboard that that's what they've done. And he fucking did a, an, uh, an alley oop, whatever the fuck trick he was trying to perform on their faces. And it was the most disgraceful thing I've ever seen. I, I seriously, I, and, and look, you know, I, I've never served. I've had family who've served. I've had family who've died and it was vile to watch. So I started thinking there's a video and, and by the way, somebody was filming it, right? Yeah. It was, it was his buddy that was filming it. And there was another buddy in the video who was like, Right up on him, shooting the cool uh, angle of the of the skateboarding asshole, right? And this is middle of the day, mind you. Why this was not stopped, I don't know. I don't know if there's security up there. I, I don't know. I, I'm 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 not sure. Probably should be, but who's going to pay for it, right? Then we because we got to go down that rabbit hole. So it sucks. Um, just thinking about it, like there's a video. Somebody knows him, right? Clearly. I think he's going to get caught. I'm, I'm hoping he's going to get caught because someone has to turn him in. Someone has to. Now, let's talk punishment. Does he have to pay for it? Because um, I, I, nobody knows what it's going to cost yet because the city is getting a quote on new granite. Now, if, you, if you've ever maybe renovated a kitchen and you went from like tile to granite, you know it ain't cheap. And this is a memorial and it's, it's a thing. And it's not going to be inexpensive. So do you make him pay for it? And he's going to go, oh, I'm just a fucking burnout. I don't have any money. So then, okay, you can't do that. So what happens? I have a thought. I have a thought. Um, let's find a way to make this punk ass motherfucker who skateboarded, uh, who is shredding on the faces of the people who gave him freedom. Let's make him serve. Let's make him serve our country. Let's 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 invoke some kind of uh, punishment where we can say, "All right, okay, we just made a new law that says if you do that to a, a memorial dedicated to fallen heroes, you now have to join a branch of the service." And I'm not talking about the the kind of voluntary ones where you can you can sort of do it on your own time. I'm talking. The private pile, private joker, uh, let's, let's, let's fucking uh, full metal jacket this kid 
and put him in boot camp and see if he lasts. And if he doesn't, fine. But let's put him through it. How about we teach him a little respect? Because I don't think a slap on the wrist is going to do it. Because he, he's, he's going to go from, from pulling off his 1080 on the memorial. He's going to go do it somewhere else. Hmm. It was gross, people. I've never seen anything like it. And, th- and this son of a bitch, I, I hope his parents get, get this video sent to them. Parcel post, first class mail. And, and I hope they see it and go, we failed. We Somewhere along the lines, we failed. All right, folks, that's not the story. That's not it. This is the story. I've mentioned, and, and this again, this is not <laughs> this is not the this is not a comedy hour. Um had a really bad start to the weekend on Friday. Things were going fine here in the in the Brenner household. Okay. You know, and, and let me let me take a step back and preface this in a way so you can get the full picture. Cause I want you to understand something. You you gotta sit back and listen to this one for a little while. Because I'm really, really angry about it. Really, really angry. So, we live in a neighborhood that's, you know, very pleasant for the most part. There's some problems. There's one big problem, and I'll get to it in a moment. You might know what it is if you've listened to the show. However, we live in a nice neighborhood. And, and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying this to be weird or brag, but it's an upscale neighborhood. Okay? Homes are about a million bucks put it that way. And it's, you know, I don't think they're worth it. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they're worth it because it, come on, it's a million dollars for a track home. But you know, prices are what they are. I I can't control that. I just have to deal with it and well, maybe take advantage of that to be totally honest with you at the moment. So we live in this neighborhood and we, you know, we moved here for a specific reason. We moved here from a not as nice neighborhood. I lived in a not as nice neighborhood for about 14 years. Um, never spoke to our neighbors, didn't care to. One of them was, uh, there were, there, you know what? There were a couple nice neighbors that lived there originally. They moved away after that. No point. Everybody just kind of, it was one of those neighborhoods where when you come home from work and you open the garage door and you pull into the garage, before you get out of your car, you shut the garage door while you're still sitting in the car so that you don't accidentally have to see anybody. That's where I lived. Okay. So we moved here because it was much more upscale. It was uh, in a nicer part of town. Um, Much better schools. Everything was better. So we said, let's do that. Let's go there. We'll pay more than I, than I paid for my other home. But you know how that works. When you pay more, typically you're, it's because you're trying to level up in some fashion. And also, you think maybe there will be less riffraff. Less riffraff. Okay? And we thought that would be because it's out of a bracket that riffraff could potentially afford. That's the bottom line. I mean, we worked hard and so we did a thing and we thought, let's leave some of the riffraff behind. Okay. Well, we did. We came to this neighborhood. Everybody was very pleasant, uh, very accommodating, lots of families. 
it's that it was that street where you go, oh, okay, you know, this is this is I can get behind this, you know. Everybody's nice and you know, you wave to your neighbors, you don't you don't shun them <laughs> like I did before. You you wave to them, you shake, hey, you talk about something, maybe even have a beer. You, know, you hang out, you talk for a little while. It was nice. Very nice. Well, that at some point changed. And here's why. Uh, I don't know, three, go back. I've lived here for, I should say we've lived here for good. This is our seventh. We're in our seventh year. We're coming up to year seven. So we're approaching that. It's a long time. Okay. We haven't been here six months. We've been here going on. It'll be seven years. We've started our seventh year, <laughs> just so it's clear. And about, I'm just going to say like three years ago, maybe, I don't know, somewhere around there, three, four, something like that. Um, some family moved out, unfortunately. And this is, you know, four, three or about three or four doors down from us. Not right next door, but close enough. Close enough. And... I, the the people that moved in, um, let's just say, let's just call them riffraff, riffraff. And I'll be fair, I'll be fair in, in in saying why I think it's riffraff. Because you know, at first glance, people move in, you don't know. It, it was a, it's family. It's a it's it's a mother, <laughs> the mother. Uh, it's a father and it's a daughter and a, and a son. So you go, they're probably a family. Okay, cool. Give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Because we don't, we, cause we leveled up. We don't want to live where there's riffraff. So we figure that the, the riffraff ain't coming in. Boy, was I wrong. Just like the man eater review, I was wrong. Okay. So let's, let's just jump forward and you know, nothing really happened out of the gate. But let's just move forward. And we notice like some, some, some things that would be considered rule breaking going on at the house, you know, uh, letting their lawns go to hell. And I know that sounds shitty, right? Like you go, well, what do you care if somebody else's lawn goes to hell? Well, let me tell you why I care. I, when I moved here, I had to sign a piece of paper that said, I'm going to follow the rules. If I don't follow the rules, I'm going to pay the homeowners association, which we have here, I'm going to pay them some money because I am a bad actor. I am a rule breaker. I'm going to pay them some money and they're going to keep charging me until I fix it. And I said, okay, to, to live here, I have to sign this paper. I have to agree to these terms. And I said, that's fair. So I'm going to agree to these terms. I'm going to live here. Okay. Well, these people had signed the same document, but they didn't seem to give a, um, they didn't seem to care that they're yard was gross or, and when I say like, you know, it was, it was getting gross. It was getting gross. It was just, you know what I mean? You've walked by that house. It's gross. And you go, nice house, nice house, nice house, gross. The monsters live here. Nice house, nice house, nice house. Now what that does is that one bad actor house, the riffraff affects the homes around it, believe it or not. Because if somebody comes into the neighborhood and wants to buy something, they go, Ooh, nice house, nice house, nice house. Ooh, the monsters live here. Okay. Maybe this isn't the place for us. So it affects other people. It does. Okay. It's called property value. All right. So that's just still not that big of a deal because they can get a letter and they can fix it and you know, whatever. 
Then we started noticing that, you know, the riffraff attracted other riffraff in, in, uh, in, in, the, in, in the way that, you know, a teenager would have their friends come over and just be assholes, right? Those, those people showed up. So we had some, not we, I I mean like the neighborhood had some issues with like speeding because the kids would have uh, their friends come over and like, I think they thought we lived on a drag strip. I think they thought we lived on a racetrack. Like this is now fucking Daytona. Okay. Not okay. That's a problem. That's what riffraff does. They don't, they don't think the rules apply to them. Right. So the issue there is a lot of kids in the street a lot of pets, and somebody's going to get fucking killed because someone doesn't think uh, the speed limit of 25, which quite frankly is a little bit too high in this guy's opinion, uh, doesn't apply to them. And when I say doesn't apply to them, I mean they're probably, they've been clocked maybe going somewhere in the 50s down a one, like down a non-outlet uh, street. This is just a little inlet street. There's no main main street it, it attaches to or anything. It's crazy, you know? So that's a problem. Well, let's jump to what happened over the weekend. So we've, we've had issues. Uh, police have been called, um, many times. Let's say there, there have been parties, uh, you know, going into the wee like 1am hours on like, I don't know, Wednesdays, right? Police were called. Uh, I've seen, uh, it was it was a lovely Friday night about six seven months ago, where I, I maybe longer maybe like a year ago I don't know it was it was a while back I, I was uh, alone in the home um, I think my wife was on travel and I was listening to some music and, and that I was doing that in the front of the house in the not in outside but in the front room where I could face the street. And sure enough, about 10 o'clock, and I was listening to a little bit of music. I was mellowing out. I had a little, just a little drink, and I was just chilling. I hear, like, what sounded like Optimus fucking Prime pull up in, in, outside. And I see a bunch of lights, and I, I, it was a lot of noise, a lot of lights. And I'm like, well, <laughs> what's the – my chill-out time has ended because something is going on. So I, I look out. Sure enough, ambulance, fire truck, police in front of the riffraff house. Okay, so I'm going to watch. I'm going to. I'm, I'm not going to go. Well, I'm, I'm, well, let's see. Whatever happens, happens, and turn around and go back to my music. No, I'm going to watch and see what's going down, because at some point I might have a show and I'm, I'm going to have to talk about it. Well, here we are. Sure enough, yes, yeah. Here comes girl out on stretcher because, well, I don't know, drug overdose, alcohol poisoning. I don't know. Did they kill her? I don't know. <laughs> don't fucking know. All I know is. That's the house that the shit always goes down in. Always. That's some of the problems that they, that they, that they bring to the table. Here's what happened. Let's talk about their pets and the dog, right? Now, I, I love dogs. I don't have a problem with them. I really don't. Uh, I love my dog. She's a tiny little multi-poo. Multi-poo. Cloud the pretty, pretty princess. She weighs about 11 pounds, 12 pounds on a good day. There's a, there's a dog in the riffraff house. It looks like a fucking bear. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, it looks like a bear. That's all I could say. Um, it's big. It's unruly. 
It's aggressive. Uh, it's never on a leash. And by the way, we have a leash law here in, in town, folks. Meaning, the leash law states pretty simply, if your dog is outside of your establishment, meaning outside your house, outside your fence line, not penned in in some way, you got to have it on a leash. Simple. I mean, even riffraff could follow that fucking rule, couldn't they? Couldn't they? Apparently not. Excuse me while I take a sip of my newly flavored pineapple flavored sparkling water. That's all they had. It's getting weird out there. It's all they had. Pineapple. Now I'm used to grapefruit and like, you know, coconut, maybe, maybe a lemon lime or a, an orange, a blood orange perhaps, but pineapple now. <sighs> Anyhow. It's all right. So their dog. Looks like a fucking bear. Look, I, 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 and I'm not even kidding. It looks like a fucking bear. It's giant. It's just bushy and hair. it's enormous. Okay. Well, we've had our dog for about 18 months now. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I take that back. We got her in June. Coming up on a year. We got her coming up on a year. Okay. I'm thinking of how old she is. Coming up on a year. And... About six months ago, I was out on a walk, you know, uh, I take her out about 11 in the morning and I walk on, you know, I, you know, I did the lap in the neighborhood and whatever, no, no, no issue. Um, and I get in front of this house, but I'm on the opposite side of the street. Cause I don't even want to walk in front of their house. Okay. It's, it's, you know, it looks like Sanford and son lives there. There's all kinds of garbage. It's, it's horrible. Terrible. I don't want to walk in front of it. I don't want to step on a nail. I don't want my dog to step on a, a some like a, something rusty and, and get rabies. I don't know. You know, I just, it's the house you want to avoid. That's, I mean, you have this house. You've seen this house. You've all seen it. It's the house you want to avoid. So I'm on the opposite side of the street. And I hear the, the incredibly loud, like that real deep, deep bark of a dog. And I'm like, fuck. <clears throat> I bend down. My initial reaction was I, I look around and I see it coming at us, just charging across the street. I pick up Cloud, which scared the fuck out of her, by the way. Probably, probably traumatized her in some way. I don't know. I can't talk to her. She can't talk to me. But I think it did because she peed as she jumped into like my arms. She peed. So it scared the the literally the pee out of her dog comes charging at me. I carry, a, I carried like a little, call it a dowel, uh, a round wooden stick. Okay. It's not big, but I carry it because you just never know. So I had it and I got into like an aggressive stance to try to frighten off the dog. Okay. And I'm like three houses away from my house dog comes charging at me. <clears throat> I yelled at it. Nothing happened. Dog wasn't going anywhere. I'm like, okay, this is getting real bad real fast. So I, I, all I know is I think somebody came out of the house and yelled for the dog to come back and the dog came back. Not on a leash. Okay. 
I got real mad, folks. Real mad. Okay? Because I don't like being charged at by some fucking bear-looking aggressive dog that isn't, you know, properly trained, apparently. And I blame the owners. You know, riffraff. I blame them. Because it ain't the dog's fault, necessarily. Right? I mean, sometimes there's a bad, bad everything. There's bad people. There's a bad dog. There's a bad fish. You know, you just sometimes you get a bad one. <laughs> sometimes you get a lemon. I don't know. I've never experienced that, but I do know if like bad owners own pets, probably the pets are not going to be the nicest. Maybe. I don't know. Well, in this case, and, and let me just stick to this case. In this case, it's true. The dog is a piece of, uh, the dog is uh, unlikable. Put it that way. Not a dog you'd want to snuggle with. So I went home and I calmed my dog down because she was shaking. Um, you know, again, dog's 11 pounds, 12 pounds on a good day. <sighs> Here's where I got to stop and I got to start a new, I got to, I got to do a, I got to do a gap. Okay. I got to do a gap. So part two of what, uh, is going on is going to come at you in like two seconds. Listen to the, the fun music. My angry story continued. Did you like that? (laughs) Okay, back to it. So, Cloud is shaking. I had to calm her down. I'm, I'm, I'm angry to say the least. I, a couple of people that I know over the years have seen me get angry like that. And you know what I mean, right? Like that, that seething kind of anger, not the, Oh man, I lost the Madden game. Not that one. Although that could get pretty heated. This was that a dog just chased me and could have hurt or even worse killed my dog or done something to me kind of anger. That's the kind of anger I'm talking about. Think about that folks. If you're a pet owner or maybe if you're just a parent, <laughs> you know, and, and you don't want anything to happen to that either human being that you made or that animal that you've taken in as part of your family. All right. Just think of something bad happening to, to one of those options and, and tell me how you feel. Well, that's how I felt pretty fucking angry. Okay, so based on that, I looked at the little walking stick, if you'll call it, the the dowel. And by dowel, I mean it was like it's a round cylindrical stick, but it's thick. It's about the the thick the the diameter of a nickel and about the length of uh, a little bit longer than like a drumstick. Okay. Not very effective, right? So I remedied that (laughs) because I thought. You know, I'm not the only one that walks the dog. I got a wife. She walks the dog. And I'm not 100% sure uh, because I, and this is not a knock on her. I just, is I'm not 100% sure how she could maintain uh, the safety of herself and dog if somebody comes after her or if another specifically this dog comes after, or maybe a coyote, but in this case, this dog. So I got to work and I felt like, I felt like Freddy Krueger making the glove. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So I got to work 
and I fashioned a much larger, <laughs> longer stick. Similar in size, no, similar in shape to the stick I had, but let's just say it's the, the adult version. It's the leveled up version, okay? So this one is about the diameter of a silver dollar, okay? And it's about the length of a baseball bat. Maybe a little bit, sh eh, a little bit shorter, a little bit shorter, but you get the idea. Now, what I did is I created a handle and a grip because you got to be able to grip it. Can't have it like slip sliding around your hands. I created like a little uh, harness for it as well. So I've crafted now basically a self, it's called a self-defense tool. Okay. If somebody or something charges at me or my wife while she's on the, the dog walk, she now has something to protect herself other than maybe her bare hands. Okay. Now we also live in a place where there's coyotes. All right. So I think it's legit. All right. But seeing how I was chased by a dog or I was charged at by a dog, I know it can happen. Because I've seen it first fucking hand. So, <clears throat> Candace has been taking the stick out. And she goes out, you know, sometimes early in the morning. Not, you know, not when it's dark, but early enough to where not a lot of people are out. So there might be coyotes. And she takes it every day. Well, the other day, about 4 o'clock, uh, it was time to take the dog out. And she was going to take it. And I heard some rumbling outside prior. I, I heard... I heard some dogs barking and I, I went to take a look and I said, Oh Jesus Christ, they're outside. You know, and now we're at the point where like when these people are outside, you don't want to even be outside. Okay. That's where we live. So I told, I told Candace, do me a favor. I don't know why I'm, I, you know, take the stick. Cause normally she only takes it in the morning, you know, and, and maybe if, you know, there's a, there's a thing out there, but I said, take it because I don't know. I got a weird feeling. Okay. So she did. And she went on a walk. And about 20 minutes later, I'm in the back of the house. And I think I was playing man eater. <laughs> be honest with you. Uh, I hear commotion. And I hear loud commotion. And I hear yelling. And I hear barking. And I didn't give it a second thought. I spr This is where... You know, you hear about like instinct or, or just a visceral reaction that your body has before your mind can think about it. I had that. Jumped out of the chair. I live in a two-story home. Uh, I was on the second story. I got about halfway down the steps and I, was, I felt like I was going too slow even though I was running. And so I leaped from about the middle of the staircase to the bottom. To the extent uh, I scared the hell out of one of my kids. He thought I fell down the stairs. and But I had to get outside. That's all I knew. I had to get outside. So I turned the stairs. Didn't fall. Turned the stairs. Hurt my leg a little bit, but I'm all right. Ran out to the garage. Grabbed another self-defense tool. Because I knew something was going down with Candace, Cloud, 
and the riffraff across the street. So I opened the door, you know, slammed, hit the button, door starts opening. There's my wife standing there, uh, almost in tears. She's shaking. Um, she was so angry and so upset, visibly upset. You could tell she was wearing a mask and you could still tell, you know what I mean? And I hear the barking and I see the dog and I hear, I hear the motherfucking piece of shit, white trash mom across the street yelling, fuck you, motherfucker. It's my property. Okay. The riffraff is yelling that at us. So what happened was Candace was walking on, she's coming home. She's about three doors away from our house and she's in front of that house across the street on the other side. Kind of similar, exactly similar to where I was when I got charged. Sure enough, dogs are out, no fucking leashes. They charged at her. Okay. Two of them this time because they have another fucking dog now. Okay. Two of them coming at you. So she picked up the dog, she ran, and the the piece of shit, white trash, motherfucker mother, who is offensive to just look at. I'm just going to say that. Just offensive. She offends me with her presence, all right? Yelling, fuck you, motherfucker, it's my property. When, when the dogs are, you know, out off her property, that's what she's yelling. Riff raff. So... <clears throat> I had some choice words that I said, right? Very loudly, mind you. And to be fair, I'm going to give you both sides. I said some things too. Like, put your fucking dog on a fucking leash. And if you don't listen to me, I'm going to call the fucking police. Guess what? Guess what I did? Yeah. Because she's not going to listen to me. Anyway, I said some things loudly. And I said some things aggressively because uh, here was my thought process, guys. And this is, this is where my head was at. When I leapt out of that chair and I heard, because I heard the commotion outside, I knew, I knew what was going on. I knew it. I just, you just, sometimes you have a, a gut feeling and you know it. You have your instinct takes over and you just know. Well, I knew. And I thought, and this was not a pleasant feeling. At all, by the way, this was, none of this was good. None of this was like, I'll show you. No, 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 no. When I leapt out of that chair, I thought if I go outside and I see my dog in another dog's mouth or worse, I see like my wife in another dog's mouth being attacked, I'm going to have to kill a dog. And I mean the neighbor's. Not mine. I'm going to have to beat a dog to death in order to save my wife and my dog. And that is not a good feeling. Not at all. It's not fun. It's not cool. It's, it's terrifying. And it's, 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 it's unnerving to say the least to have that feeling go through you. It is, it's, it's terrible. It's a terrible feeling folks. Even though 
even even though I I hate them and I hate that that bear of a dog, I do I don't like it. But it makes me sad to think that that went that thought went through my head that I if I go out there and I see what I think I might see, then I'm gonna have to do something that's gonna haunt me for the rest of my fucking life. And I don't want to have that feeling. So I hope that I don't have to do this. So I didn't. I didn't. Thank God I didn't. And I want to I want to be extremely clear on this. I don't go like I'm not vengeance guy. I'm not going to go find that dog a week later. I'm that's not me. I'm talking about in the moment seeing something that is is about as horrifying as you could see in a life a lifetime. Seeing that acting at that moment. That's a that's a terrible that's a terrible circumstance to be in. All right. Well, that was not the case. Thank God. So nothing, you know, nothing was done. And again, because this is a recording, I have to, I have to be extremely clear. The dog is going on about its business. I am going to continue. I, I, I will let the authorities handle it and put it that way. So we came in and called the cops. You know, because my wife got charged by a couple of uh, loose fucking dogs that, you know, could have done bad things. Called the cops. Cops said, call animal control. Called animal control. Animal control said they're going to go out, take a look, assess the situation, which is the right thing to do. And um, go from there. If you see him, uh, if you see him out on the loose again, give us a call is what they said. Guess what? Guess what happened the following fucking day? The next fucking day. I'm talking Saturday. Okay. Talking Saturday. <clears throat> Saturday. Candace goes out. Same time. <laughs> Hear the fucking dogs barking. And this time I'm like, I, I Candace called me though. She took her, she started taking her phone. She normally doesn't have her phone on her when she goes for a walk because she doesn't want to be distracted. She wants to pay attention to the dog. She doesn't have her phone. She started taking her phone on Saturday. Well, Sure enough, I get a phone call. And I heard barking and all that, and I, I get a phone call. And it's her. She's at the end of our street, and she sees that they're out. Just out. No leashes, just out. And they're roaming free. She calls me. She's like, I can't fucking come home. I can't. And I'm like, okay. So I go outside. Had my phone. Took some video of these free roaming animals. Um... There were some other neighbors out at this time, and there were some other dogs out. Guess how that went down? Guess how that went down? Yeah, you can imagine. Wasn't good. Pineapple sparkling water. Wasn't good, folks. So I took the video I needed to take because I will relinquish that video to animal control. And so what happened, um, this, this, this will sum it up nicely. This will put a nice pretty bow on it. <clears throat> For the fucking trash people that live on our street. The riffraff. One of their dogs took a shit in a neighbor's yard. Okay. Which, you know, dogs do that. That's not uncommon. My dog does it. Okay. My, my pretty, pretty princess poops in our neighbor's yard. Here's what I do. When that happens, I have a bag I carry with me. It's a roll of bags, actually. It's not one bag that I reuse. It's a roll. And I pick it up. And there's 
you know, again, upper, we, we have a nicer neighborhood. There's little areas all over the place that say, throw your dog poop here. We'll take care of it. So we do throw it in the little purposeful bins for, for, for garbage, for trash, uh, poop trash, dog poop trash. Well, these gems across the street finally came out. They're like, come on back, dog. Come on back. And they're yelling from like 18 houses away for the dog to come back. Finally, they have to go out there because they realize there's other people out there now. And it ain't looking so hot for them when like a lot of people see this bullshit go down. So the dog shits in a neighbor's yard. What do they do? The lady fucking bends down barehanded, picks up the trash, trash, (laughs) sorry, picks up the dog shit barehanded, barehanded, right? Throws it into the common area. We have a common area uh, along the neighborhood. Anything that isn't owned by a a property owner is called the common area. Throws it into the common area, right? So it's just still there, but you know, it's not on the neighbor's lawn. It's right next to the neighbor's lawn. Great. Throws it there and then just kind of looks at her hand, Looks, looks up, looks down, nothing. Wipes it on her fucking sweatpants. Yeah. We live next to some fucking fancy, swaggery people. Fucking trash riffraff. Anyhow, eventually the dogs made it back and Candace was able to turn the corner and, and, and come back. But, you know, dogs aren't on a leash. So guess what? Guess, guess who was called again? All right. You get what I'm. You get where I'm going. So I'm going to let the authorities handle this. But I don't like being terrorized by a fucking neighbor. So I decided on Sunday because on Saturday I was again not really in the mindset to speak nicely to anyone. Okay, so on Sunday I was going to sleep on it. On Sunday <laughs> I decided I'm going to go over there and have a have tried to have a conversation. So. About two in the afternoon, you know, enough time for them to get out of bed, assuming, because, you know, trash people fucking probably sleep till fucking noon at least. About two o'clock, get dressed, go over there, knock on the door. And let me, let me give you the play by play. I knock on the door and I step back about six paces. Okay. Yes. Social distancing, obviously for sure, because that's totally, I, I'm a firm believer, but I don't, I think it's aggressive to be up by the door. So I step back about six paces, even without social distancing, I'd step back six paces. So I'm, I'm, I'm back a ways. Some fucking, one of the, one of the stray cats that fucking lives there, not one of the family people, but one of like the, the fucking fast and the furious crew that lives there. And again, I've talked about that a million times on the show, the, the speeders and all that. Well, it's, it's a home for wayward boys apparently. And it's a flop house and just a bunch of people crash there. That that's that house. So one of the crashers, the stray cats, the fucking mutts opens the door, (laughs) looks at me, holds up what looked like a bag of a, a Ziploc, like a gallon Ziploc bag of it looked like hot dogs. Okay. That's all I could say. And he goes, again, not homeowner. This is just one of the, the, the mutts who shit there every now and then. Are you responsible for this? And I go, I'm, I'm not, I'm not here to talk to you. Get Jimmy, 
who's seemingly the homeowner. And I don't want to talk to the wife because I've had it with the wife. I've, I've, I've had it with her. I don't want to talk to her. I want to talk to the, to the husband, the homeowner, going back in time, but the man of the house. I want to speak to him. So the, the, the mutt, the stray cat, the guy who just takes a shit there every now and then goes, it's a simple question. You're responsible for this. And I go, no, I'm not responsible for a bag of fucking hot dogs. Now get Jimmy. So he looks at me. I said, I want to talk to Jimmy. Can you tell Jimmy to come out here, please? The, the homeowner, the, the husband, the man of the house. Yeah, I'll go get him. Shuts the door. Nothing. Wait five minutes. Nothing. I go knock on the door again. Step back six paces. Now there's nobody home. Now there's nobody home. So I wait another five, five minutes or so. Ring the bell a couple times. Step back six paces. Nobody home. Nobody wants to come to the door now. That's, that's who lives there. So I waited. I, 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 I might've timed it. It was 18 minutes. I'm like, that's enough. You know, I mean, I gave it a shot. I was going to, I just want to talk this out and under, let, let Jimmy understand my point of view on this, maybe get his point of view, but I'm not sure what that would be because, you know, your dogs aren't on a leash. We have a leash law. What, 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 what argument are you going to make? I don't know. Your dogs charge after people. What, what, what do you want me to fucking say? I'm sorry we are outside? Huh. Okay. Well, I can't tell you what our conversation was like because nobody decided that uh, it was, nobody was man enough to come to the fucking door and have a conversation. No. 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 They just want to know if I was responsible for a bag of hot dogs. I don't know what the fuck that meant. But no, I'm not. I'm not responsible for a bag of hot dogs, whatever that is. So Jimmy never came to the door. I went home. That was it. So if I see Jimmy out there, I'm still going to go talk to him because I'm not, I'm not over it. I'm not done with this situation because he needs to understand that, uh, how he's affecting the neighborhood, right? Yeah. (sighs) We want to move. How about that? We want to move. We live in Southern California, live in a nice place, seemingly was a nice place. The interior and exterior of our home are still nice. It's, it's, it's soiled by the trash heap that, and I'm pointing at it right now, folks, by the trash heap that's like three or four houses away. And honestly, it makes us want to move. It does. So we're thinking about it. We're talking about it because why do we need to be terrorized on our fucking street? You know, wow, we're guilty of taking a dog for a walk. I don't think so. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering, anybody else have these situations? I would love to know how you deal with it. Do you just call the police over and over and over or whatever authority figure, authority department you have to call? Do you just call them over and over and over and hope that it gets worked out? I'm just, I swear I'm curious because I I could use some advice because here's the thing. I'm going to wrap it up with this because I already told you how awesome they were by picking up dog shit with their bare hands. I thought that was, that was great. And by the way, we've called the HOA nothing. (laughs) Bunch of fucking useless people. And, you know, even the animal control said, yeah, your HOA isn't going to do anything because they don't want to be liable. They don't want to get involved. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Perfect. But if I have a weed, man, I get a fucking letter. 
Yeah, that's where we live. So I want to know, like, I want to know what, what, how, what, what do you do? Have you ever had this situation? Have you ever been in a, in a, in a situation where you just feel terrorized by a neighbor? And what do you do? Where do you go? How do you deal with it? I tried talking, but you know, again, nobody's home. Nobody wants to come out and talk to the, to the angry man that's six steps, uh, six paces away from our front door. No, no. Cause that would have been reasonable, but riffraff isn't reasonable. You know, riffraff is fucking riffraff. And I'm saying riffraff cause I'm trying to be fucking nice about it. Cause I have some other fucking things I'd like to say, but maybe I'll just say that to them when I see them. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's it. You know? None of the other neighbors do anything, so that's neat, you know, and that makes me wonder, like, well, is it me? Is it us? Are we too sensitive? Or is being chased by a dog uh, an acceptable thing to have happen in a neighborhood? I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't. But nobody else seems to want to do anything or be involved. People like to say, oh, I don't like them. And and that's what happens here. Everybody goes, ah, those people, what's going on down there? But nobody does anything. Nobody. <laughs> they all like to say it. I hate them. And that's, I've had those conversations. What, what's going on with that house? That house is always, there's something always wrong there. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so if nobody's going to do anything about it, you know, if you turn your head all the time, turn away, meh, none's ever going to change. I'm trying to change it because I don't care for this kind of behavior. Quite frankly, pay too much to live in this fucking neighborhood, in this town, to put up with that kind of behavior. I don't want to be terrorized on my street. I don't. I don't. It's not fun. So, we, 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 want, to, we want to move. <clears throat> any suggestions? Any, any thoughts on where we should go? I don't know. I mean, I, out of state is totally acceptable. I'm just trying to figure out where. All right, folks. I hope you had a good Memorial Day weekend. I hope you were safe. I hope nobody got chased by a riffraff dog that looks like a bear and is aggressive. And I don't know what the fuck kind of dog it is, man. I wish I did. But I do not. Hmm. Anyhow, hope you had a good weekend. I just told you about mine. <laughs> so look, I don't have anybody on the show today because I wanted to say this story and I wanted to take some time. So I'm not putting up a show after this. This is the show. <laughs> this is the show. <sighs> I'd appreciate any advice anyone might have. You know what I'm saying? Dane Jackson, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I don't know. Scotty Mo, lay it on me, fella. You know, somebody, uh, anybody, if you're, li- you know... All right, computer with the noises. Yeah, I go. Yeah, I got you. Look, leave leave a comment on uh, the Facebook page. Brenzor's dead. Uh, I don't care. Somewhere, do it on the anchor thing. Leave a voice message if you don't want to have your name associated with it. Leave a vo- you can leave a voice message on this thing, and I'll you know if you want me to read it, I will. I'll definitely listen to it. Anyhow, I'm I'm seeking advice uh, because fuck man. <laughs> I don't. They're not. They're not going anywhere, and they don't want to. They don't want to cooperate. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I guess move. All right, folks. It's Brenzor on Brenzor's Dead. Hey, folks. Brenzor here. Hey, listen. 
you know, I love providing content for you. I really do. It's, it's enjoyable. I have a good time doing it. I, I feel like you're enjoying it because I get a lot of comments and I get a lot of messages and I get a lot of people saying, Hey, this is, this is awesome. I really like what you're doing. Keep it up. So listen, if you can support the show, I'd appreciate you doing so. Head over to the Facebook page. You'll see the link on Anchor. Click on it. If you want to support the show, go for it. Donate a buck. Do what you got to do. I appreciate it in this weird time. But if, you know, if you do and, um, you know, I get enough support, I could start uh, maybe uh, leveling up the show production a little bit. What do you think? All right. Well, look, if you want to and you can, I'd appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I'll leave it at that. Go to my Facebook page, <laughs> Brenzor's Dead on Facebook. You'll see the link at the top for the Anchor site, which is anchor.fm forward slash Jason Dash Brenner. Boy, that wasn't a mouthful. Anyway, go over to Facebook. You'll see it. Click on it. There's a support button. Support the show. Dunka. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye.